Shopping shop. The nerve, the audacity. <laughs> boom, bam, boom, pop, boom. Oh! Some of y'all may know what that was. Some of y'all may not. Anywho, welcome back, folks, to the Audacity Podcast. You know who it is. You know what it is. Uh, we've got Luke here, Marvin, Boney, and Joshua, young coach of the year, Joseph. That was kind of gross, but it's all right. Oh, guys. All right. No, we're back here again, you know. Us as Celtics fans, we're still, we're still, well, at least me, I'm still trying to recover from that total bullshit of a loss that we had. But anywho, shout out, shout out Steph Curry, shout out to Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry deserved it. Found his MVP. Yeah, congratulations, the Warriors. Definitely, they were the better team. Um, shout out to the Celtics. Definitely one of my favorite Celtics teams I ever watched. Easily top five. I wouldn't say this was a disappointing season. I think we overachieved, and I, I definitely enjoyed every minute of it. And just keep your head up, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You guys keep doing your thing. The future is bright for the Celtics, for sure. Damn, you don't fuck with Marcus Smart? Um, I fuck with Marcus Smart, but I have to go with the the alphas of our squads. You know what I'm saying? I got to go with, like, the dudes that are, like, the two best players, you feel me? He yeah. is our third best player. No, I, just, I, just, I just brought yeah, it up just because it's going to be, gonna be something we're going to be talking about. Go ahead, Josh. You fooled me. That niggas look like betas in the finals. Shit. Yeah, nah, nah. J- Jalen finished strong. He finished strong. He's one of the few niggas. He finished very strong on that last game. He did, so. he did finish strong. And shout out Al Horford's old ass. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the Dominican big papi Al Horford. Yeah, he balled really hard. Honestly, don't don't sleep on the Celtics. You know what I mean? Just don't sleep on the Celtics. No, I don't think anybody sleep on the Celtics. You know, but be back. We see, we will be back. I do believe that. I also believe this is just me talking. Obviously, Josh, me and you have talked about this a little bit too. Um, so just going off of what what happened during during the um during the finals, you obviously know what the words are. Shit, that might even be better next year with the with James Wiseman coming back, um, Clay Thompson having an, another year getting under under his belt, coming back from injury. Um, we know Steph, you know what Steph can do. I'm more excited for like James Wiseman. Um, Jordan Poole's gonna get a, a go to another level after 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 he's gonna be signing some sort of contract extension. So. He's the bag definitely coming his way. Um, Andrew Wiggins, man, it was Michael Jordan, wasn't he? <laughs> man, was yeah, they were bringing back his old nickname, Maple Jordan, and shit. I was like, oh my he god, was, bro. he was Scotty Pippen. Let's not get carried away. Yo, yo, nah, <laughs> let, let, let me say this about Wiggins, bro. I, I know you've been peeping it. Wait. Wiggins consistently, like, he, he's been high as a kite everywhere, bro. All through the <laughs> celebration. Every time I see a picture of him, he's the, just the, lit. The last, the last picture I see was altered. Though. The last picture I see with his brother, that was fake. Oh, that was fake? It didn't look like him. You know what I'm talking about, right, Josh? Yeah, it didn't like, look like him at all, bro. I was like, bro, what is going on? It was so easily altered, bro. It was so easily altered. And, like, <laughs> some, 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 someone brought up, like, his teeth because, like, he has, like, not fucked up teeth, but he has like a gap in his between front teeth. And that picture, he has like straight teeth. It was like, bro, this is not Andrew Wiggins. That's not funny though. The, 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 the internet is undefeated. My God, the internet altering that shit. I saw that picture. I was like, damn, a second time. You fell for it, huh? 
Oh, definitely, bro. Because he, he got caught up the first time. You know what I mean? Like, that, that first time was clear. Yeah, up, like, I, would, I, I wonder how many dudes out there getting caught up with females doing that shit to them. Sheesh. No, no, right? It's crazy. I honestly thought he was just tired. Niggas was like, oh, he's high. I was like, bro, these niggas been up for fucking 48 three hours. hours they, I mean, three days they flew into Boston, one, went straight to the club. They've been asleep since. Flew back to friggin' wherever the fuck they're from. <laughs> Straight to the parade. I was like, this nigga probably slept in two days, bro. Like, nah, 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 I mean, it's, high, it's nah, possible. He nah, nah, he was high as fuck. <laughs> nah, that's all good. Those things go over there. Nah, but shout out, shout out to Andrew. You know, shout out to Canada. Shout out to Justin Bieber. You know, what I'm saying, hope he, hope he gets well with his face. Whatever's going on with that, with that. Uh, shout, out yeah, to, shout out to Canada, man. Question. Andrew, what's up? What so? What do y'all think of the odds the Celtics make the finals again next year? Next year? It all uh, depends <laughs> on what the fuck's about to happen with Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it also depends on um the, the, the offseason. Honestly, like, Brooklyn is factor. I don't know. Brooklyn is, like, uh, with the situation that they're having right now, they're basically a non-factor. Just even if they, like, keep their team together, like, the chemistry is dead. You know I'm what I mean? I'm worried about them. No, but I but but what I was gonna say earlier, which is why I brought up the Marcus Smart thing. The, I think the Celtics need a true point guard. I'm not saying Marcus Smart had a bad year. Marcus Smart had a t- great year. We we got to the finals with him playing point guard. He got he, he had a great season. I'm not I'm not saying he can't play point guard. I'm saying at times you need to know when to be a point guard. Yeah, and but you know what though, be another. Um, I don't know. I see. My assessment is I feel like we were. It's not that we were missing a point guard. Our guys just kept doing dumb shit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Point guard or not, what we, like, what we need like, to do, okay. and this is this isn't only on Marcus Smart. It's on the whole team. We need to take care of the ball. We'll never be a championship team until we lessen the turnovers. We like discipline as a whole, and I don't know, like bringing in a top, bringing in Tyus Jones is going to change that. Like, yeah, I don't want Tyus. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, a, I mean, like a legit point guard, like a like. It's not possible, but like a Rondo type. Point guard who's, who's I, sure, to be I think we can pick up someone like starting that. the offense up first. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but that I think we can get somebody like that, but it doesn't necessarily to have to be like a starter. Like that. You know what I mean? Right. We, we oh, this guy's hard. Let me get him the ball. To... That guy's hard. Let me get him the ball. I feel like so Smart did his job there. It's just that our offense is very predicated on these two guys cooking. What I feel like we definitely need is another like is is a knockdown shooter to put next to these guys to more like an offensively oriented player, like uh, not to Clay Thompson's level, but a guy who can garner attention and make defenses work a little bit or a uh, Duncan Robinson, a guy to run off screens like that, or, or a dude who's a really like deadly, deadly shooter that you can't help off of. Cause we really didn't have that in the finals and the Warriors really collapsed and helped on, on a, uh, on Brown and Tatum, especially Tatum, he, they put that in, in jail. Like they like Tatum couldn't get nothing off. But I feel like we didn't have the greatest spacing at times. Um, and even when we were hot, like Tatum or somebody, they'd still or or whoever they'd still help off. But we just couldn't create any separation or, or, or shoot the ball with uh, consistency, which is kind of weird because we shot the ball very well, weird. But we were super streaky. We did nine in a row. Then we'd miss like eight in a row. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know if the we have a point guard. It was Marcus Smart's first year 
starting at point guard. He did a phenomenal job. He went to the freaking yeah, finals so yeah. of the year. Yeah, no. I, I think we like. I think we need another. I think we need another way to put the ball in the basket, and it's not necessarily a scorer, but I think we need a shooter like a JJ Redick, a Duncan Robinson. A, you know, what I mean, sort of how we used to use Ray Allen, like just to give just to free up Tatum and Brown a little bit so they're not garnering so much attention all the time. I feel like that's the one thing our roster is missing. I know it's like slightly unrelated, but I got to fact check you on this. When, when Smart started with us originally, he was the point guard, but we switched him to shooting guard because he just didn't work out originally as a point guard. I remember like when he yeah, first, we first got I him on the team. That, yeah. yeah, that, that yeah, but, was a but he came, but he, but he came in, But he came in not a point guard. Yeah, we, he was we a turned him to a point guard. He was a shooting yeah. guard in college. We, he yeah. came in. He came yeah, into Boston. Like, he, he, he became, point guard, he became the reason why he became a point guard was because the man was undersized. You know what I mean? Like he's not really like, you know what I mean? He's an undersized shooting guard. You know what I mean? 6'3 shooting guard. That's not like for the NBA. Uh, the, trust six three is definitely undersized for a shooting guard. Yeah, six, six three, six, yeah. So I thought it was six three, six four. Yeah, he's six four at least. I don't know. Um, okay, well, five. Yeah, yeah, and, even, and even so, I still I don't think he's. he's, he's I've seen he's that nigga beat. He's not <laughs> six three. Yeah, so he's six three. He's an undersized. Marcus Smart is six three, so he's an undersized shooting guard. They do list him at six three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's six three. I don't see him as a six four dude personally. He looks taller than Steph though. Steph is six three. He's six two. He's listed as six. So Steph, like barefoot, is like six two, six two and a half. He's like basically six three, but like everybody's height went like down a little bit once they did the re. Like height shits because everybody is basically using their shoe sizes. You know what I mean? And usually most people went down. And like Marcus Smart is one of the people he went from six four to six three. But anyway, like that, that doesn't even matter. Um, the whole point I'm trying to get with the whole Marcus Smart thing, um, I think Smart in general, like obviously, like there's like he does make boneheaded decisions at times, he does do this, that, or whatever. I think our core team of what we have is I don't know, just to me personally. I think it's a championship-level team. You know what I mean? I think the number one thing that we really need to do and we really need is honestly experience. If we wanted to kick it up to the next level, yeah, I would get, I, I would get a point guard, but I don't know if this would necessarily help or hurt. But yeah, I've been saying this forever. Like the one person that I, I could see elevating ourselves to a, oh, we're actually like a favorite to winning it all would be like a person like John Wall. Because like we need somebody who can facilitate and score, you know what I mean? Because sometimes we don't we don't have anybody who could help Brown and Tatum. Sometimes right. that does we, happen because we, we like don't have say a third option. We like scoring sometimes, which is what, yeah, which is what it's we we like we like not just scoring. We like taking being smart. <laughs> yeah, we like and that's what I'm saying when I say we need like a legit point. Like I said, like I said before, but I don't Marcus, Smart did, Marcus Smart did great all year. But there's time, Josh. Me and you spoke. There's times where literally you need to run an offense in a crucial time. In, in that's a, not his fault. Fourth, that's just how we quarter. play. That's but a, but a, but a true point guard will, will get the team to come to come. But to you're come gonna do what you practice. You're gonna do what you rely on in the league. If that's how we practice, that's how Eme preaches. We're gonna go back to that. So that's not a smart thing to me. That's a culture. That's an organizational thing. That's not I mean, necessarily. I, a, I mean, I guess a position thing like. We gotta get into our sets that we don't run. Like that's that's more on that's not that's not a that's not smart's job necessarily. Like I, I see what you're saying, but smart's doing what the coach tells him to do. Honestly. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, I feel like. Um what I will say is I think uh 
our players need to mature just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There were too many times Tatum and Brown were just just driving in to help and they're getting stripped. I'm like, what do you think is gonna happen, bro? Stop trying to force shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, too much. Like you you don't see K or kind of like what we were doing at KD in the finals or in the first round. We weren't doing anything particularly special on D. We were just playing him straight up, putting a slightly bigger defender on him. If he was shooting over us, making shots, cool. But he wasn't getting into the paint without seeing help, which is nothing crazy. It's just he would try and force his way through the help, and he turned the ball over a lot. We'd take a lot of bad shots. We were just doing the same thing. That's it's nothing crazy, not some crazy scheme or, or, or nothing or something we're doing. We just had the personnel to do it. Some teams don't have the personnel to do that. We did, and Golden State did, and they did it to us very well. So I just think we got to be, we got to come back a little bit more mature. We need a mature sure. as a team. You could definitely, you could definitely tell that throughout this series as well. That like we just, you can, you can definitely tell it was definitely out the, their first time in the finals. Like, yeah, obviously. I know. think we played good though. I mean, yeah, we, did, we did play good. Two couple, couple losses by, by single digits or, or what? Yeah. One last right. and, and that's and that's the thing with the Celtics too. I'm obviously Steph Steph played great, but the Celtics really do beat themselves. Like it's not I don't want I'm not trying to take anything away from the Warriors because they did actually play great. But like some of those games, the Celtics lost the Warriors they yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's just, at least, it's, that's at definitely least that's definitely the maturity. That's definitely the maturity part right there, where as you just gotta be smarter going down the stretches. You gotta you gotta know, you gotta execute, you know, and you gotta Agreed. just well, that's a lot of teams. A lot of teams don't do that. I think a lot of I think a lot of teams they try and because we like because we watch dudes like LeBron and Dame or uh, KD down the stretch, they'll do a lot of ISO ball shit. And like, no offense to Tatum or Brown, like you're not those guys. Exactly. Like, those those are great. <laughs> but they can reach those levels. They haven't reached that level yet. But they can get that level. Maybe one day. But against this Warriors team, that ain't really. Unless you got two dudes like Braun and Kyrie who are really killers like that, like the even if you do, the odds are still against you because they don't play that way. So there's not as much pressure on them. They're getting easy buckets still running through their sets down the stretch. So unless you got two bona fide killers like, I mean Kyrie one on one like offensively is I would say a top five guy in the league like in terms of getting you a bucket and LeBron is LeBron. So yeah, you could play that way down the stretch with LeBron because he's gonna make the right read. Clearly Tatum and Brown are not at that level yet. Maybe they will be, maybe they won't, but... I was impressed with Tatum's yeah. assist numbers, though. His, his assist numbers, they Yeah, he definitely... I, I, wasn't impressed. I wasn't that impressed because when it counted, he he folded, you know what I mean? Instead of trusting the offense and trusting that, you know, our guys will make the right read, he started to get... What does Stephen A say? Backsides get tight. Oh, you see what happens. Like, it's easy to make the read when you get double teamed, but it's... And you're up and your guys are hitting threes it's tough to make that read when you're struggling a, a little bit and the defense comes over to help on you even more and you're like damn am i gonna force this shot or should i get it to the open teammate and what he was doing was forcing it and they would lead the turnovers and next thing you know we're down fucking 15 because he turns the ball over he's had some dumbass turnovers too yeah, bro. Like, like, some, like on some passes it was just like some lazy passes not even yep. just like him and brown both of them Brown, Jaylen, was, made up for Brown was going into but... traffic when he yeah. there's no reason for him to go into traffic on fast breaks. I don't know, losing the ball off his foot, dribbling like I don't know what the hell happened to his handles. Like people were saying, Jim, like, I know it. Like we've seen Jalen Brown play. Like this man has a bag. Like he he can handle the rock. I don't know what was going on for the last Happiness month and a half. Happens. 
I wasn't too concerned about that. I was concerned about the turnovers. I've been to help defense shit. Like, come on, bro. What are we doing here? But it's all good. We'll be back next year, hopefully. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's what – go ahead, Marvin. Go ahead. Yeah, I think one of, like, our biggest qualities that we do have is having Ime in general. Like, I think he just did a fantastic job, like, as a rookie season coaching. Shout and I feel like just – like the thing that he also has too is just his relationship with like Marcus Smart. I feel like part of the reason Marcus Smart has such a tremendous season is just because he was given the keys to actually run the offense, and not a lot of people trusted Marcus Smart. And you know, like they, I mentioned it before, like they talked about him having like some type of um, what is it like, was it Manu Ginobili type of Greg Popovich relationship with him? And I, I do see that, and the fact that he just does bring the best out of Smart and brought the best out of our players because. We definitely improved from the beginning of the season to even last season in general. I don't know. Like, the Celtics team looked a lot different. You know what I mean? And I, I think they represented Celtics pride. And just the fact that he's our coach and we have Brad Stevens as a president, I think a lot of things are going to continue going up, especially for the fact that Brad understands what we need in our roster. Because some of the moves he did, like getting Tice back and getting Derek White, at first you were like, what the hell is going on? This is a little strange. And then you started to realize, oh, okay, this is actually beneficial. And I think we will make the proper adjustments just because we just have the proper personnel. Mm -hmm. Rob Williams yeah. coming back healthy next season. Yeah, that that's – we need him 100%, but it's going to be tough because he's just an injury-prone dude. You know what I mean? Like, he is definitely injury-prone. But if we can keep him healthy for the season if, – if that man was healthy this whole play – like, this whole playoffs and the finals, just the finals, we would have won. You know what I mean? You seem like his plus-minus. He was the only one who had a plus – on on everybody other than all the other players had minuses he was like plus 35 or something plus 20 which is crazy so no but for sure yeah celtics definitely will be back i hear a lot of talks about people saying like um and i think we talked about this last time too people saying like this is the celtics like what was the only chance and stuff like that but i think hey, it's gonna man, be tough to get by the bucks next year it's gonna be tough for sure but if that's, if that's tatum if, if tatum brown are who they say they are you know what I'm saying? Like it happened, it happened, it happened, it happened this it happened this postseason. We beat KD, yeah. Giannis, Jimmy Butler. Well, we we beat we beat the Bucks, no Chris Middleton. That's that I and, still think we I still that, think, I still that think went we seven games. That went seven games. So we we squeaked out of that one. But um I'm worried about Philly next year too. We'll see how James oh, Harden is. Holy fuck, I forgot about Yeah, that. but you know how it is. They they that team in general, like they will get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will get hurt at some points. It's just I, it's not a I'm, if I'm wondering one. I mean, it injuries happens to everybody, though, so I, I can't really... Yeah, but it depends what James Harden will get hurt. It depends what James Harden we see, and, and that is a big thing. These dudes got to stay healthy. I think we're going to see a back... I think we're going to see an in-shape in James Harden and just, yeah. just much better than he was the, the question, it all... Their future, honestly... I don't know, man. They, their future is interesting to me. They can achieve a lot, but... I don't know. There's just so many what-ifs with that team. So many what ifs. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do, wanna... Yeah. I mean, what we're we're already talking about anyway. So, want to just do um free agency or the offseason? Yeah, we're gonna do uh the injury. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Since we're on this topic, speaking of injuries, right? Um. So I have an inter I have an interesting theory. I I heard this from Kenny Smith. Um. He was uh, he was on all the smoke, and they asked him, "Why do you think like so many players are getting injured, especially with like uh, the load management nowadays, and like there's so many dudes that are constantly injured all the time?" And he had an interesting theory. Um, 
he was saying how uh, for him when he was playing, taking time off didn't help him, right? Like, you know how, like, Kawhi is load managing and every yeah. now and then LeBron taking game off and stuff like that? He thinks that that is making guys more injury prone than they were before because when he was playing, his body felt worse when he would take extended time off and he would take off a day or two or maybe three days. Even on those days, he needed to do something. He needed to jog. He needed to lift. He needed to do something because his body had a harder time starting back up after taking some time off. And I've heard LeBron say something similar. Like LeBron said, the hardest part for him to get back in shape is after taking the summer off because that first few the first few days after take the first few weeks after taking summer off, you got to shock your body back into playing like NBA level shape basketball. That's very hard to do. So he can't do that during the season. He can't like stop playing. So I think load management and like the lack there of minutes and sitting guys and stuff like that. I think there might be some merit to like, yo, that's making dudes more injury prone, fuck short in the season and all that. Like part of being an NBA player is the grind. Like, not everybody can do it. Jordan and, and Braun and Kareem and these guys can do it. But these guys got to take a little bit better care of their body and them sitting as much as they do. It's not really helping them in the way that they think it is. So I thought that was an interesting take. Yeah, no, I, I like that take a lot. Um, Luke, just for like the viewers listening, could you like specify the whole injury thing? You know what I mean? Like the whole theory that was set on. Yeah, you know? it's, basically, yeah it's basically like what Josh just said. But, um, um, but basically there's a theory with what's going on with the NBA and how the game is today, meaning like how the game is so stat heavy. Um, you see teams are scoring oh. 120 points, 140, 140 points. <laughs> All right, breaking news. What's up? This might only matter to me, but the Warriors just picked up Patrick Baldwin Jr. at the number 28 pick in the draft. You guys probably don't know who that is. I don't. He was ranked top five in his class coming out of high school last year. He went to Milwaukee. So he wasn't like highly touted because he was at Milwaukee. And he had, he only averaged like 13 points a game this season. But when I tell you this dude, his game is just like Jason Tatum's. Like it is, he's 6'10". Wait, on the Bucks or in college? No, he went to Milwaukee for high school and the Warrior or for college. The Warriors just picked him up. Hmm. Uh, I hate these niggas, bro. I knew he was going to be a steal in the draft. I didn't expect him to drop this late. I thought it was going to be like a Michael Porter Jr. thing where he goes late or mid first, like 13 through 15 or something. But yeah. he dropped to 28, and the Warriors just picked him up. I'm sick, bro. Anywho. I mean, you think he'll play next year, though? I don't know if he'll – I think he'll play – but, bro, they're stacked looking in the future. And their player development staff is so good. Yeah. This dude has all the tools, in my opinion, to be like an all-star caliber player in the NBA. Like, he's he's literally – he plays just like Jason Tatum. Like, his game is the exact same. Like, hey, I wish what's he went his name? to like a bigger school. I need, I need to look him up. What's his name? Patrick Baldwin Jr. Hmm. Six-time, super smooth stroke, can handle it can finish like he's tough bro like oh my god yeah it sucks that he went to the Warriors though I know <laughs> oh damn sick. All right, but back, yeah he definitely back, has like the Tatum body type 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, there's a theory that's going on that um, we're seeing more and more guys get get injured, like Josh just brought up, get injured, um, taking time off, obviously. And there's a theory that that is because of today's game and how the game is played nowadays, where um, it's so stat heavy and, and analytics and the spacing and the pace and the pace of the game. Um, how the game is so much faster now. Uh, like I said, people people are scoring like 120 points religiously now. Um, whereas back in the day, like a 90 to 89 score game was like, oh shit, this is this is an exciting ass game. Um, but yeah, obviously with the, with the pace of the game, what's going on? I think we've all I think we've all noticed that the game is definitely changing. The game is definitely more stat heavy. The game is definitely quicker, faster, um, definitely more offensive minded. Um, and just, just basically just to make the game more exciting. And in recent years, we've seen these injuries happen so fast. Um, obviously, Kawhi Leonard, um, Anthony Davis, well, we all know about Anthony Davis, but just key players just getting hurt, like LeBron James even has been hurt the last couple of years. Um, you know, I think Giannis got hurt at the beginning of this year too. So just just with, what the, with the game going so fast and what's going on, players playing way too many too many minutes mm. and things and things like that um so there's a theory that that's causing a lot, lots of these injuries especially to the vets especially to the superstars um mm. with me i just want to say this real quick i honestly just think it's just been the last couple of years um since covid happened like these these players have been playing so much basketball since covid happened you know, we went from the, that season. They took a little bit of a break from the bubble till today. There's a lot of basketball has been played. Has been played, especially, especially yeah, the most in history. Bro, I remember saying like, yo, I think part of AD's injuries are because like there was such a short turnaround from mm-hmm. finals to the regular season, and sure enough, remember Miami had all those injuries. Miami's been last injured. year. This whole, this whole, even this mm-hmm. season. Tally Hero, Jimmy Butler missed like. Tally Hero had an awful year. His sophomore year, he came back this year, six man of the year. Yeah, that was a big part of it. They didn't get any time off, and they didn't get time to get their bodies in shape. And sure enough, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals back, you know, in Game Seven. Yeah, even the even the dudes playing um like for for Team USA, not even Team USA, like Patty Mills for other countries as well. Those those players like Spain, Australia, um, like. Just a lot of basketball has been has been played the last couple of years, and obviously that's going to take a toll on people's bodies. I think I think that's has that's more so what it has to do with these players getting injured, more so than like the analytics and uh, stats yeah. and of of the game. Yeah, um, I was like I was pretty much listening to my um, take that Richard Jefferson was saying, pretty much just talking about how um what is it they should shouldn't shorten um the NBA season. Because um, at the end of the day, when it comes to professional sports, professional sports isn't good on the body. And that's what I'm going to focus on with this. I don't think we're seeing anything strange that we haven't seen before in the past. But I also think that these are the greatest times when it comes to trainers. These are the greatest times when it comes to sports science. Because the reason a lot of people aren't playing 45 minutes like Ellen Iverson and others used to do back in the day or 48 minutes because people used to play the whole game. You know what I mean? It's because people are learning, oh, if we let this player sit and do this, uh, the whole load management thing, oh, we can make somebody who would probably have a 10-year career actually have a 15-year career. And the NBA has been excellent in this. A good example, a perfect example, Joel Embiid. Someone like Joel Embiid, 
if you pro throw him in the 90s, they would probably wouldn't have found a way to just make his career last as long as it did. We've learned from people like Greg Oden. They're like, okay, that we completely fucked that shit up. Let's try to do something better. Look at Zion. Look at how New Orleans is treating Zion. Okay, take rest, rest, rest as much as you want. We want you 100%. We cannot afford to lose you. I don't see, I don't know, I don't see the negatives that they're talking about when they're talking about the whole analytics thing because of all the precautions that people are making. And also the fact is when it, the precautions that they're doing right now, I feel like it breaks even because we do focus on players like Anthony Davis, who at, at any time, whether it's this era, the past era, 80s, 70s, he is an injury-prone player. We are focusing on injury-prone players, and we're not taking a look at the players that are actually sturdy or players that don't usually get injured. The people that we're seeing get injured are people that we expect to get injured. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I don't I don't see what the surprise is when you see somebody like, I don't know, him or a Kyrie Irving that can be injury-prone at times. I think the people that are meant to get injured are going to get injured regardless. If you have low management, this, that, these, those, because they'll find a way to tweak the ankle. They'll find a way to do this. They'll find a way to do that. You can, you can, you can sit, I don't know, 10, 15 games, get back to 100%. But if you come back and then you hurt that same bum ankle that's been a bum ankle for like 10, 15 years, you're going to get injured. You know what I mean? There's no amount of sports science. There's no amount of analytics. There's no amount of changes that you can do to stop somebody from getting injured professional sports is not good on the body it's just not good on the body there will be injuries and the nba is a physical game it's just a physical game in general and i just don't understand how people are thinking in their head oh yeah no it's because of the pacing it's because they're shooting threes they're doing this look at the 90s look at what they were doing in the 90s like breaking each other's heads they were clotheslining dudes i just i don't know i i feel like the reason people are injury prone right now is because those people specifically are injury prone. Those people specifically don't have the strongest bones, the strongest tendons. They're probably not honestly doing enough working out on their own. You know what I mean? Like that's just my opinion on it. If I were to see a higher, higher injuries or just see people like, I don't know, like good example, LeBron got injured. LeBron's in year what? Like 17 or something. Like it's well, just in year 19, year 19. My goodness. Year 19. Like, Injuries are going to happen. You know what I mean? Like eventually you're going to get hurt. You know, it's just, it's no, no one goes spotless without getting injured. I just, I think it's okay. And I think it's natural. Everything that's happening right now, because it's just part of basketball. With that, with the theory that I just mentioned that the only thing that I might, might say, mm, I can see maybe this is, is the pace, right? Not the analytics, not the stats. I'm, I'm, I'm literally talking about the actual game, the actual pace. For example, Fast break points are up tremendous amount the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? People, people are really just running and gunning, um, trying to trying to get trying to get quick buckets, quick points, stuff like that. So I think that that's that's about like the only thing that I would say might contribute to to players getting injured. You know the the fast pace of that, and then obviously attack attacking the rim hard every single time, and like. You know, and if you're gonna do that a lot of times, like like we talk about this, like I'm not saying this is like this is why he got hurt, but we talk about a player like Derrick Rose, um, whereas his landings, when whenever he came, whenever he came down, he just landed so awkwardly every single time because he was just explosive to the rim and stuff like that. I'm I'm only bringing that up just because I'm saying the amount of fast breaks 
that players are having. Yeah, they might not be landing like Derrick Rose, but at the end of the day, they're still jumping up and down more than usual. Or land or coming down landing awkwardly after a tough layup more than usual. So I think maybe that has an impact to it as well. Just like the physicality of like hitting the floor all the time and like going body to body. But I, I like I said, I slightly, very slightly, I think that might play a role in it. I, I don't think so. I, I think some teams are just injury prone. Like, yeah, a guy like Kawhi Leonard, all the load management in the world, and he still fucking tore his meniscus. Yes, this year in the bubble, right? Or was that? But but no, but see, I I would I would say that's more so. I wouldn't say that was because of Lord Man. I would say that's more so of COVID and the bubble. That was he went from playing in the bubble, whatever offseason he had, and then playing that whole season, and then going whatever. When did he get hurt? Right before the Western Conference Finals. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, right maybe. before Western Conference. So he didn't I, go like he didn't I think go like. It's more so of like how much basketball players have been playing the last couple. He didn't of years. go like super deep in the bubble though, did he? he, he they went to they went to, they went to they went to the semifinals right before. Yeah, they, they went they went to the semifinals and they blew it and it was a whole thing. But uh, also too, the thing that happened with him, I don't know, like Kawhi's injury. I remember it wasn't even one of those injuries where it was like, oh, you saw him get injured. It was just the next day. It's like, wait, well, he's injured. Exactly. He he. I forget I what it was. He, he, he dunked the, the ball, but then he went back and played defense, and then got like subbed out and it was like I think they're already winning the game. It was it was against the Jazz. They're already winning the game. They said, no, nah, don't even go back in. It was, it was like early in the fourth quarter. Don't even go back in. And then all of a sudden the next day it was like, oh yeah, he has torn meniscus. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but yeah, it's just it's little things like that. It's just some guys they will get hurt. They'll find a way because it wasn't it was like it was almost a, a freak accident. It wasn't anything strange. It was just a normal basketball play, and he just yeah, happened to get injured. I would, that's what I'm saying. I think that's yeah. more body fatigue from COVID. From COVID and like yeah, no, but like th- that. that's the thing. I think that's we're nailing, hitting the nail on the head. The COVID season messed everything up so much because, one, everybody's in, in, they're in season mode. They're about to go to the playoffs. Everything's set in stone. Then, bang, the year's suspended. You know what I mean? And it goes back to what Josh was talking about with Kenny Smith. The, the players were forced to take a rest. So now the players are forced to take a rest, and then – now they're supposed to start it all over again with the bubble, which is a lot of basketball. It's just a whole lot of basketball compared to what you were doing before. You know what I mean? You're literally living together in a like a in Disneyland. Yeah, the bubble whatever, is like right? basketball. I mean, there was basketball every single day. Exactly, yeah. basketball they, 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 every basketball single day. The regular season, but yeah. every single day basketball was kind of crazy. no family, no nothing. Like it, it was a lot for the players, and then, bang, season's back on. You know what I mean? Like, like one of the like shortest off seasons half, in history. Two and a half months later. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you're, you're bound to get injured. And, like, it's the thing about it, too, it's like I want to go back on the pace thing. And it's just crazy to think of this. But, you know, I had to do my research and stuff. So, I don't know, this is what my, the internet's telling me. I am not completely – this is not verbatim. I don't know how this is even possible because I would have never thought this in my life. But they're saying um, the fastest pace ever was 61-62. Yes. And it was the season with the craziest stats ever, with really? Wilt having 50 and 25 yeah. and Oscar Robinson having his triple-double season. So it's just like, uh, they used to have more possessions back in the day. I know that was a thing, which is just crazy. Way, way, way back. Really? That's kind of, yeah. that, that is crazy. That is crazy. I mean, it's I crazy. That. It's crazy because I can't Cause imagine. Because I would, I would like think back in the day, possessions would last longer. Yeah, you would think that. I don't you know what I'm saying. Whereas, I whereas I imagine, today, you know, they were chucking some bricks too. They probably. But that's what I'm saying. There was, no three point, there was no three point line back there. Whereas today's game, people love to shoot threes, so people shoot threes with with fucking like 18 seconds left in the shot clock. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
that I would think back in the day they would oh, did they have a shot clock back in the day? Am I bugging? I don't know when the shot clock era came. Um let me see. But yeah, I would think they would be holding the ball for much longer um of the possession nowadays. So yeah, sh- actually no, it was a shot clock era. Nineteen fifty four. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, that is crazy. That is kind of wild. Yeah, so it makes sense though, because if it was averaging fifty and twenty five, you know, what I mean, the pace got to be crazy. You know, what I mean, <laughs> it's got to be a stupid. Pace. I mean, no, but I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that's the pace. I would literally just say, well, just literally being the only off offensive weapon. I think because they weren't they weren't scoring game. they weren't scoring high in the one twenties back in the day. You know what I'm but, saying? But I mean, this is the thing we're not understanding too, though. Literally, Wilt changed rules. Like, Wilt is the reason offensive basket interference exists. Like, people don't put this in perspective, but, like, just imagine taking a three and then, like, Wilt just grabs it in his alley. You know what I mean? Like, there was just some weird stuff happening, bro. Like, things that we wouldn't even imagine seeing dudes were doing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just the game was so different. The game was so different. So different. Like, no goaltends and this and I mean, I don't even know, bro. It was just crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Really um, about. Uh, let's get to the third topic, though. Um, just real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll be real short because it is just the beginning of the offseason. You know, the draft was tonight, and we'll definitely be talking some more about some offseason moves. But just real quick, just give me just give me your thoughts and ideas about, like, um, what you guys want to see and what you guys expect to see so just from certain plays. So, for example, like, we, all, we just saw it, um, the – Kevin Kevin Durant says he's he's monitoring what Kyrie's gonna do. That's gonna base his decision right now if he wants to get traded. Obviously, Kyrie's out the door, we believe, with the Nets. Um, so certain things like that. I believe the the Blazers just picked up Jeremy Grant. Um That's a good pickup. DeAndre Ayton still has to get dealt with. So uh, what do what do you guys want to see this offseason? Yeah, Josh, you go first. Uh I would love for Kyrie to leave the Nets because Where's he going? Fuck the Nets. I don't care. I what do we need? Where's he going? I, I just want to see the Nets implode. Um, Why, though? What the Nets do to you? Nothing. I just hate the Nets um, from Boston. It's from all New York teams forever. Um, Respect that. I don't really care. I want to see the Lakers get, like, a wing. Another, like, wing. Uh, I would love to see Westbrook not on the Lakers because I don't think that's going to work ever at all. I don't, I also want to see uh, John Wall on a team somewhere playing. I would love for him to get some minutes, man. Like, I think he can help a lot of teams. So I'd love to see him somewhere playing competitive basketball. Um, that's, what, that's what Those are the first things that come to mind, really. Um Oh, and I want to see how the Portland Trailblazers pan out. I saw they went and got a what's what's our boy's name? Grant Jeremy. I think that's a great pickup. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's enough though. I, I, I still don't think not to win a championship, but not even to go deep in the playoffs. We'll see. I think you maybe get to the second round. We'll see. My boy Dame is gonna come back and he's gonna be healthy. You know, Dame hasn't been healthy for like four years. He's playing with like a torn abdomen for like three years, and he just thought, "Oh, well, I just just pay and I just play through it." Yeah. Drew, when they were on Team Holiday, Team uh, USA, Drew Holiday said something to him like, "Yo, bro, it sounded like what I had. You should go get that checked out." And sure enough, he had a tear in his abdomen or some shit like that. 
And that's why he sucked at the beginning of the season and he had to get surgery to uh repair it. So think about all the think about the numbers he was putting up the last like three years or so with just playing through pain, which is fucked up like that. So he's top ten to me, if not top like seven or eight, easy if like oh, in today's top. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going all the time. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no, that's crazy. But he's all these niggas want to put Tatum top ten and Paul George top ten and all these dudes. Dame is better than all these niggas. Like there's really like five guys I would say definitively are ahead of him. So I think any team with him on it is got a chance to go deep in the playoffs. So um anybody else I want to see? I like the Celtics roster. I want to see us get a shooter, a bona fide shooter, like I said. Like a knockdown shooter. I saw Luke Kennard is up for sale. I seen that. I don't know who we'd give up for him, but I would love Luke Kennard on this roster. What do we give up for Luke Kennard? I don't know. Or is he, be, or is he a free agent? No, I think they're just shopping him. Well, that's dumb. Uh, I don't know. Of the Clippers. That's how much yeah, Clippers. Clippers are going to be nice next year. That's another team we forgot about. Kawhi coming back, Paul George. Yeah, Paul, George Paul George only played like 40 games this year. Norman Powell on the roster. If they stay healthy, which they're probably Brandon Boston uh, another uh, year under his wing. He's ass. I don't really care. Um not sure. I'm sorry. Terrence Mann. Another how about that? Terrence Mann. I but love they got, they got a squad. Also, I take that back. Brandon Boston's not bad. But I don't expect him to be an impact player next year. I just yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna be crazy. I'm saying just oh shit. Damn. So these are things I'm looking forward to. Those are the teams. I don't know. I don't know what moves there are for the Celtics to make. You mentioned earlier bringing in John Collins, like because Orford's getting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. I don't, I'm torn. Like I don't love it, but I I could fuck with it. Yeah, you know I mean, Messi, how about you? Um. Well, I'd like Let's to go, see... just real quick. I didn't mean to cut you off. But speaking of the John Wall thing, though, Josh. I heard, I saw some shit where obviously nobody's going to want to take John Wall's contract, so the Rockets are leaning towards just buying him out. That would be fire. Lakers, go get him. Buy Westbrook out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't know. I I, I want the Lakers to get him. Honestly, if anybody gets him, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind him being on the Celtics. Or, or, y'all wanted a true point guard on the Celtics? Celtics, go get him. Yeah, that that would be a good pickup, you know what I mean? A big pickup for us. John Wall, Tatum, and Brown. Marcus Ooh, Smart coming off the bench. No, yeah, that'd great. be good. No, Smart's at the two. What you mean? Yeah, we could have him at the two, Drew. Yeah, we can't have him at the two. The fuck? That's a nice lineup. I'd like that a lot. I, I think that's just, I don't know. Like, I honestly think, too, Wall, he probably Smart, would want to come to Tatum. us because after what we achieved, you know what I mean? But what is it? A team that, um I don't know, I would like to see Kyrie end up on the Lakers just off of t- entertainment. Purposes. I think that would be amazing to watch, like great basketball and like I don't know, like we are they going to take his contract though? They're they're already paying freaking Anthony Davis how how, how much money how much they're paying LeBron. You know what would be I, fun? I think they could do it if they uh, they're definitely paying Westbrook a good amount of money. They're paying, they're paying Westbrook seventy mil the next two years. Yeah, Westbrook's making like forty five mil, bro. Jesus a year. Christ. Yeah, yo, the Westbrook Durant reunion 
would be fire. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be fire. I would live fuck a Kyrie and Broad reunion. But that, no, no joke. Kyrie. Imagine if that reunion happened, they won it all. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That'd be, that'd be the craziest thing I've ever seen. That would be a great story. I might, I might, I might, I might even like KD if that happened because that would be fire. Yeah, no, no Who joke. That be Liddy. <laughs> but no, this that is might be the greatest. See, that might be the greatest comeback in history. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You, you just, I'm gonna piggyback off that. I don't want to see that. What, what I actually want to see, I want to see um Westbrook go back to OKC. There's rumors mm. that he might, and I like those rumors. I like those rumors a lot. No, no. And I'm going back no. to eh, eh. no. And I'm going back to the whole thing that's happening right now. The fact that um. OKC has just drafted Chet. I think Chet um, Hogan, he could honestly be the most talented player in the draft. He could be. I agree. Is either him or Pablo? I don't. But, see, I don't see him being a great player. I mean, he's got. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a great player. Let me take that back. I just don't. I. I me and Josh already talked about this. I, I don't. I just, I just don't see. I see him struggling his first year, year and a half. Oh, he could struggle, but he's got—he's like, gonna like be a perennial all-star. Like he's I gonna be a perennial all-star, and he has the size see, and everything. I don't know if I see perennial all-star in him, but um, I see immediate impact player on D. Yeah, for sure. In terms of like just changing shots, blocking shots, yeah, uh, shit like that. I think that's where he could come in and make an impact right away. I think he'll struggle offensively a bit, but that's fine. Um, they're a young team; they'll figure it out anyway. So. Yeah, no, I've I've been a fan of him ever since. Like I don't know, like you remember way back when, when like what was it? Like what did he just dunk on Curry when he was like yeah, in high school, or whatever? Yeah, no, he's been back, making noise for a while. The basket, two hand jam. Which he's been making noise for a while, and I think he's gonna live up to the hype. But also, too, apparently they picked up a Frenchman, a six ten Frenchman, long. So they they're working on it. They they got some fucking. Oh, they got Jovic. They, nah, they they picked up Osman Dang. Oh. They got Osman hey, Dang. Okay. Yeah, with all those draft picks, shit, they better be good the next for the next couple of years. They're playing no games with it, and it would be nice to see Westbrook come back, have an no, immediate Westbrook's impact on that, that team. This, this is me personally. This is what I'm talking about. I think he would make an immediate impact, and I think he could be a good mentor to the players just because it's always good to have a former MVP as your mentor. You know what I, I mean? I don't think. And Westbrook also, too, it's just the facts. Though. This is what's important about it, and this is the truth. OKC just hasn't been good. You know what I mean? Hasn't been good at all. I understand you're trying to develop your players. You're trying to get this and that. But you also have to just win some games. And if and if Westbrook does go on OKC, in my opinion, I think you could bring him to an eight or seven seed just by his impact and hustle alone. But that's just me speaking. You know what I mean? And I, you know how it is. A Westbrook-led team will usually make seven or eight seed. You know what I mean? I don't, th- I don't even think Russell Westbrook would want that, though. I definitely think you would want that to because, go to, he's, to go because to a he team just got to the go. keys to the city. I, personally, I he really got the keys to the city, OKC. Do I, I think he would shit. want to go back to OKC? Yeah, I think there's no doubt in my mind. I think he would love to be in a place that he was a man. I think he enjoyed being in OKC. I think the only reason he got think, traded in the first place was because OKC was trying to rebuild, and then they talked to him about it, and he said, yeah, you could trade me. You know what I mean? But, that, but, that's, but that's what I'm talking about. They're still technically in rebuild mode. I don't think he's going he's gonna to want to go back to that. You know what I'm saying? And they already got Josh Giddy and um, Gilgis Alexander. I think I think I yes, think, Westbrook still wants to be the man, but he also wants to be the man on a good team that's gonna that might. But this is the, this is the issue with the Westbrook situation you're talking about. There's no other team that is giving interest, so he doesn't have much options. And also, he's one of he's almost 
he's almost a black ball player in the sense of even, even with OKC, there's people like you and people online saying the same thing. They're like, Oh no, he's going to destroy them. He's going to make break the rebuild. I didn't then, say that. No, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying though, like you're basically saying, Oh, yo, he was not going to help with the rebuild because like they're, you know what I mean? You're saying like, he's wouldn't I'm be saying- a positive impact. Um, I, I, I did. I didn't say he's not going to be a positive impact. I said he just doesn't want to do that in general. It, he, it could be. It could very well be like a CP3 thing where CP3 comes in and helps helps out those young guys. I mean, differently. CP3 does differently, but like still like help them out. He can't. I believe he can do that. I just don't think he wants to do that. No, but this is what I'm saying is this. Not you necessarily, but there's been naysayers that have been saying that he would have a negative impact on them on their development, which I think is just yeah, that's like a reasonable thought. But this is the whole thing about it. The Lakers are trying to get rid of him. The Lakers are having difficulty getting rid of him. And everybody's doing the same tired excuse of, oh, we're trying to develop our players. Yo, your players suck. You know what I mean? And like, that's something that to be, to be brought up. It's just somebody needs to take a star player. You feel me? I mean, but and that's, I but that's, but that's kind be of those people point, Because though. there's no one, no one else is budging. And I, I could definitely see OKC doing it because they just gave the man the key to the city. I don't think you're giving man the keys to the city to somebody but like that. I don't really want him. But that's, but that's very different. The key to the city isn't the the Oklahoma City Thunder organization. That's literally the Oklahoma City mayor. That's that's very different. That's what I'm saying, though. The people of OKC would love to have Westbrook. The, pe- the, people, are not fu- the people are not in the fucking GM chair, bro. It's true. I, me per- me, per- me the, personally, what, if, I, if I'm a GM. what do the people bring? They bring money. And me, it's me just the truth. They, you need to get, you need to sell tickets. You need to sell seats and stuff. And like, as talented as Josh Giddy is, he's not selling Westbrook seats. He's not box office like that. And you need to, and Westbrook, if Westbrook is playing for OKC, automatic, just, you know, Westbrook is going to be a 20, 10 and 10 season. He's going to be in the media. They're going to be talking about him because the media will always be on Westbrook's dick, whether he's succeeding or not. So I, think, I just I don't, I don't see a... mu- much that OKC could lose by having him on their team. They would just probably make the playoffs. I think this is a Hail Mary wish from you, Marvin. I really do. I, I, I don't think it's a Hail Mary wish because I ain't the only one saying it. These are real rumors. I need the proof. Because ah, me, me personally, if I'm, if, I'm a G, <laughs> if I'm a GM and my team is rebuilding, if... If I'm if I'm a motherfucker like the like the Kings rebuilding, sure. If I'm a motherfucker like OKC rebuilding, because OKC's rebuild is gonna be better than all these other sucky ass teams. I don't think I want Russell Westbrook to come in there. I'm not again. I'm not saying Russell Westbrook can't be a mentor to them, but after it's Russell Westbrook, yeah, Westbrook I just I, I just saw, I'm I'm all set, bro. Exactly, especially that much money. I'm all, I'm all set, bro. Yeah, forty mil, bro. Like just just go just, just bring. But the thing is, time. they have the cap room. They're one of the few teams that have the cap room. That's why the rumor exists in the first do, place. Do, do I want? Do I want? Do I want to spend my money on Russell Westbrook? But what are they spending their money on other than that? And they're gonna get picks too if they get them, so they can brighten their future even. That's what I'm saying. They can act. They're the only team that can get a win-win off of this. Everybody else won't win, so that's why they have that one of the highest chances. I think it's a risk. It's definitely a risk. But they're the only team that could have a win-win. You know, I mean, everybody else. Think about every other team. Who's gonna? Who else is gonna do it? The Knicks. Why? No, no, no joke. Why would the Knicks do it? If I'm the Knicks, I'm not doing it. Because him and Julius Randle are the next fucking Kobe and. I feel like uh, Kyrie's gonna end up there. The Knicks. Holy shit. 
Yeah. I mean, I think Kyrie could like really I don't know, if he was on the Knicks, he could thrive, but he could also melt down. I that that would be amazing to see. I would love to see Kyrie on the Knicks. Kyrie, I think Kyrie, Kyrie deserves Kyrie a movie. Be on the Knicks. You got to give Kyrie a movie. Kyrie, cannot, Kyrie movie. cannot be on the Knicks, bro, because the minute they start booing that motherfucker, he's going to start calling them peons and peasants and stuff like that, and then they're going <laughs> to fucking hate him. I think, I don't know, it could go either way. There's either exactly what you said, or he could just ball out and then just be praised. You feel me? But I don't know. They would need more, though. They need more than just Kyrie. They need, like, something else. Because Randall's nice, but, like, he's not like, oh, we're going to win a championship with Randall and Kyrie nice. This is mad Randall, but I want the I want the Orlando Magic to be relevant. I fuck with They got to do better. I fuck with Cole Anthony a lot. I like Cole Anthony, but they just – that that's arguably – that could be the worst team in the NBA. No, the, the Rockets. I feel like the Rockets, are, like the Rockets, are the worst team in the NBA. They, the Rockets were more promising than them, but they traded Christian Woods, so now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you might be right. And they drafted Jabari. That's an interesting pick. Yeah, no, nah, but that that'll help him. That'll definitely help him. I think he fits better than Paolo, but I, I don't think he was their first choice. I I wonder though. I don't know. Probably not. Hmm. The Rockets, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could see the Rockets, like, give the Rockets three to five years. <laughs> right. Give them three to five. More like seven or eight, but I feel you. Seven. <laughs> yeah, sure. Shout out Jalen Green. Yeah. Have you seen his haircut, bro? The man, man needed, needs a new barber. Yeah, oh, I, I saw that. That was random. I, I saw that. I was like, huh? Like, yeah, is this, yeah. I, I, no joke. I was like, is that Photoshop? That's what oh I was thinking God. when I seen Where's that. my boy Wilt when you need him? Yeah, I won't talk down on uh, another black man like that because Lord knows that shit. What? I'm not going to talk down on another black man like that. Talk about his, his box haircut, man. That's fine, bro. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that to another brother. Oh, Lord. You're a better man than me because that shit was fucking terrible. Guys. I'm All in, right. I'm in, I'm in. Any last right, words, boys. last thoughts? Nah, man. I ain't got nothing. Like, share, subscribe, all that good shit. I just want to say, for all you people out there that are wanting Bradley Beal to come to Boston, stop that. <laughs> stop that. Uh, I mean, I'll take him if we ain't got to give, give up nothing. Stop that. I don't really want it, per se. Good night, you folks. Like the two market smart at the one? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I just feel like we'd have to give up somebody for Bradley Bill. Uh, my, I, my closing statements. All I gotta say is, um, what is it? 2021, 2022. It's been years and years since I've enjoyed a Celtic season like this, man. I'm I'm back in the garden next year. I'm buying tickets, bro. I, I, I love this team. I love this team. We're, we're for sure. We're for sure there. We are for sure there. But all right, folks, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for subscribing. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank y'all for criticizing. Thank y'all for hating. Yeah. This is shout out Curry. Shout out Aisha. Shout out Curry for curving people at the parade. Curving kisses. Yo, 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 you do not want me to start with Steph Curry right now. You do not want me to start with Steph Curry.